This week's class is sponsored Le'ili Nishmas Shalamis Bas Yeshua Mardachai, whose yard site is on Gimel Shvat. Her neshama should have an aliyah, and all of the learning from this class should be in, stand in good merit for her. We're, today we're going to be um, learning, discussing what is, what is widely known that when the Jewish people uh, were preparing to leave Egypt, four days before they left, they were instructed by Hashem to take a lamb and tie it to their bedpost and watch over it to make sure it remains a fit animal for the sacrifice of the uh, Paschal lamb. And what's interesting is that this particular instruction of taking the lamb four days before they would actually slaughter it, which would be the eve of their leaving Egypt, um, was this was a special uh, instruction only for the year that the Jews were in Egypt. But we know the mitzvah of bringing the Paschal lamb continued, uh, yet this particular detail of taking the four days before did not. And Rashi comments, and he quotes the Mechilta, which is a medrash, and when he quotes the Mechilta, he also quotes the name of the person who makes this, uh, who gives over this teaching in the Mechilta, which was Reb Masya ben Kharash. And as you may remember from pr- uh, previous um, classes, that the Rebbe always emphasizes, as he does in this talk as well, that when Rashi uh, makes a point of mentioning a name, it's because the actual name of the person enhances or adds to the understanding or the explanation Rashi is giving. So Reb Masya ben Kharash, Reb Masya, the son of Kharash, says, that the Jewish people, they were naked from mitzvahs. They, they lacked mitzvahs. And so therefore, Hashem gave them two mitzvahs, Dam Pesach, which means the blood of the Paschal Lamb, that's the slaughtering of the Paschal Lamb, and Dam Mila, the blood of circumcision, that the Jews circumcised themselves. And in, in this way, Rashi addresses the question, why did Hashem instruct them to take the lamb four days before uh, before they needed it, they could have taken it the day of. Why was it important to take it four days before? So and so Rashi quotes the Mechilta that asks this question, and the Mechilta answers by saying that Rav Masi Mechara says it was because the Jews were were, were bare of mitzvahs; they didn't have mitzvahs, and therefore they needed merit for Hashem to take them out of Egypt because they were ready to be taken out according to the promise He gave to Avram hundreds of years earlier. But they needed merit, so Hashem gave them two mitzvahs, they should have merit. And, and, and the Mechilta, I'm just going to add now, also includes, which Rashi brings without quoting, um, another explanation. This other, other explanation was from a Rabbi Eliezer HaKapar. Rabbi Eliezer HaKapar gives another explanation. He says the Jewish people did have mitzvahs, and he names four mitzvahs that the Jewish people had. Um, so they already had mitzvahs. He said, but they were shtufim ba'avay They were steeped in idolatry. So to, in order to uproot them from idolatry, Hashem told them to take a lamb um, for four days and then to slaughter the lamb and this would it, it took, take them away from idolatry. Now Rashi quotes that as well. And one of the questions Rashi, that the Rebbe asks is that Rashi does not quote Rabbi Le'ezer HaKapar he mentions the whole explanation of Rav Masi ben Kharash, which we're going to discuss is a difficult explanation to understand. And then he flows right in as if Rav Masi ben Kharash is continuing to speak. Although he isn't, it's someone else who's giving the second explanation. Rashi doesn't differentiate that the Jews were also steeped in idolatry and therefore um, Hashem told them to take the lamb. 
So amongst the, the, the questions is why, why Rashi doesn't differentiate between the two explanations being given by two separate people. And also, how does Rab Masyid ben Kharish's explanation answer the question? The question is, why did they have to take a, the lamb four days before they needed it? So Rab Masyid ben Kharish says, because they were bare of mitzvahs, Hashem wanted to give them mitzvahs. I mean, you can give them mitzvahs, they still need to take the lamb, for, they can take the, the lamb the day of and still fulfill the mitzvah. And... Um, also, when Rabbi Masi ben Kharish says that Hashem gave them two mitzvahs, which two mitzvahs does he say? He mentions that he gave them the mitzvah of Dam um, Pesach, the blood of the Paschal Lamb. What's the blood of the Paschal Lamb? That's the mitzvah of slaughtering the lamb and putting the blood on the doorpost, which has nothing to do with four days before. It has to do with the day of, um, the eve before they left, uh, they, they left Mitzrayim. And why does Rabbi Masi if, if Ramazim and Kharish was coming to answer the question of why the Jewish people were told to take the lamb four days before they leave Egypt, why does he also mention Dam Mila, the blood of, of circumcision? What does that have to do with taking the lamb, the, the lamb four days earlier? So these are a number of questions that the rabbi asks, and the rabbi, um, um, and the rabbi mentions an answer that some commentators give, which he's very displeased with, he's dissatisfied with, I should say, um, that some say that the reason why Ramasim and Harsh also mentions blood of circumcision is because they circumcised themselves four days before going out of Mitzrayim. Because we know from Avram Avinu that when after his as, after his birth, we know the most painful day after a circumcision is the third day. So Hashem, um, so they they circumcised themselves four days before leaving Egypt. So that it, was, it would already be the fourth day that they'd be leaving Egypt, they wouldn't be in the severe pain, they'd already be in an in advanced state of recovery. Um, and that's why they took the lamb at the same time that they took, that they circumcised themselves. But it seems v- quite clear from a number of the verses in the Torah that the circumcision happened at the very same time that the blood of the Paschal Lamb happened. The blood of the Paschal Lamb was when they slaughtered it. And they slaughtered it the eve of uh, they're leaving Egypt. So it seems quite clear that the circumcision also was not four days before, but it was the eve, the eve of. So that's a difficult, uh, a difficult explanation to, uh, to accept. So the Rebbe breaks this down and explains that really the answer to the question, Rashi's answer to the question, of why it was that the Jewish that Hashem told the Jewish people to take the lamb four days before they're leaving Egypt is really at the very end of Rashi, which is the quote from which where he doesn't mention the name, but it's it's, it's the quote from Rabbi Lazar Hakapar. When you go to the Mechilta, you see this is what Rabbi Lazar Hakapar is saying, and that is that the Jewish people were stufim ba'avodah they were steeped in idolatry, and because they were steeped in idolatry, Hashem wanted them to first remove themselves from idolatry. And therefore, he told them to take a lamb. And by taking the lamb and slaughtering it, that would remove them from idolatry, as we'll see in just a moment, and you may already know. Um, but that was actually removing them from idolatry. And actually, let me, that, let me introduce this here, because the, the uh, god of the Egyptians was, were lambs. And therefore, by slaughtering the lamb, they were actually making a very bold statement that we have nothing to do with idolatry. We no longer uh, um, worship the things that, 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 Egypt, that the Egyptians worship, and we only worship Hashem. And that's really the answer. So why then does Rashi first introduce Reb Masya ben Kharish's teaching that the Jewish people were bare of mitzvahs? 
and therefore they needed mitzvahs. So Hashem gave them two mitzvahs of Dam Mila, of Dam Pesach and Dam Mila, of the blood of the Pesach offering and the blood of circumcision. So, so the Rebbe explains because, because Rashi feels that even this explanation to why they had taken had to take the lamb four days earlier, which, had, which, which we have not yet fully explained, which we will in a few moments, um, was because they were steeped in idolatry. And that's the real answer. But this itself needs an introduction. Because we know that the primary um, purpose of the Paschal lamb, of the Pesach offering, is in its name. What does Pesach mean? Pesach means to skip over, to jump over. The Hashem jumped or skipped over the homes of the Jewish people when he was killing the firstborns. That's why we call it Pesach. And that was the idea of the Pesach offering. Why was that the idea of the Pesach offering? So the whole idea of the Pesach offering was that you slaughter the animal and you put the blood on your doorposts. And when Hashem saw blood on doorposts, he skipped over those homes. So how is skipping over the homes associated with idolatry? And so, 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 therefore, Rashi says to connect the, um, the, the importance of removing themselves from idolatry with Hashem skipping over their homes. So, uh, so Rashi, it quotes Rabbi Yassi ben Kharish, that they were bare of mitzvahs. And therefore, to remove this, um, th- th- this lack of merit that they had because they didn't have mitzvahs, Hashem involved them um, in mitzvahs so that they will be redeemed. And that, that was the point of Rabbi and the Kharash. And, and, and the carbon Pesach was one of the mitzvahs, and we're going to see why the, the Paschal Lamb, the carbon Pesach, was specifically one of the mitzvahs that t- took them out of the state of being bare, while at the same time serving as um, having blood on the doorposts so Hashem would skip over their homes. Because really, if they were, if the whole issue is, as Ramasi ben Kharash says, that the Jewish people needed, needed merit. So give them one mitzvah. Once they have one mitzvah, they have merit. Why two mitzvahs? Why two mitzvahs? And if you want to give them multiple mitzvahs, so that they shouldn't be bare, they should be, have many clothes, spiritual clothes on themselves, so to speak, give them a number of mitzvahs. Give them five, ten mitzvahs. Why, why specifically two mitzvahs and specifically these two? So the reason why is because when we break down mitzvahs, there are a number of ways that we can break down the mitzvahs, all of the mitzvahs of the Torah, into categories. One of the ways of, uh, of, of, of qualifying um, the, uh, the mitzvahs of the Torah into two categories is that we, have, we know that there are two types of mitzvahs. There are mitzvahs which are mitzvahs which are asetoiv. They are positive commandments that tell us, instruct us and lead us towards goodness. And then there's Sumeira, there are mitzvahs which are, their, their, their theme is to remove us from negativity. It can even be a positive mitzvah, but its theme is to remove us from negativity. The mitzvah of Dambris, circumcision, was, uh, its theme is asetev, is engaging in good. Why? What is a bris? A bris is a treaty, a covenant that one enters into with Hashem. So one's connecting with the source of all goodness, which is Hashem. So that is Asetoy. But then you have the, the, the um, mitzvah, the second mitzvah Hashem wanted to give them. So Hashem wanted them to, to, um, to, to be engaged and have merit in both directions, both in the fact that they are removing themselves from negativity and also that they are, they are stepping towards positivity towards goodness. So the stepping away from negativity was expressed through the Dam Pesach, through the blood of the Paschal Lamb. And that was to remove all of the evil 
that they absorbed when they were in Mitzrayim. First and foremost, perhaps, is idolatry, which is equal to all, um, all, other, all, all of the commandments in the Torah. It's such a severe violation of our relationship with Hashem. So, so the, the damila, the blood of circumcision, its idea was asetoiv, doing good, embracing goodness, and that was expressed through the, circ- the um, circ- entering into a covenant with Hashem. And Dam Pesach was the mitzvah which represented Sormiras stepping away by slaughtering the animal, the, the lamb, the god of the Egyptians. That was, a person, that was the Jewish people stepping away from the negativity. Um, now, why? So what is the idea of four days? Where, where do you get these four days? So, 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 so the Rebbe explains that when a person makes a change in their life, um, as, as, as we probably know in our own, from our own lives, when someone makes a sudden and quick change, very often that change is not sustainable. So like a quick moment of inspiration, I make a change. But it's not sustainable because it's not long-lasting. It's not something that the person has worked through so that they absorb that change. That change, change becomes a part of them. It takes time for change to take a hold and be mature and substantive. So, and therefore Hashem didn't want the Jewish people to come just to enact slaughter a lamb and now we've separated ourselves from idolatry. It could be that they'll slaughter the lamb but still in their hearts they're still connected to idolatry, and the next day they're going to start worshiping the, 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 the lamb again. So Hashem wanted it to be a process. So Hashem told them, four days before you're going to slaughter the lamb, don't slaughter the lamb until the fourth day. So take the lamb four days, so that you're in this process of a few days of actually preparing this lamb for slaughtering. So it's not just a single act in a single moment. And we all, and Rashi doesn't need, uh, feel the need to ex- elaborate on this, which the Rebbe is doing for us, why not? Because Rashi already explained to us earlier, and as we already know, Rashi never repeats an idea that he's already taught us. Rashi has already taught us, or, or, or actually, not that Rashi has taught us, but the Torah has already taught us. We know from the earlier story in the Torah that a four-day process is a day that the, that the Torah acknowledges as a person being in a state of stability, in, uh, in, in connection with what they're doing when they do something over a period of, of, of four days. Where do we see this? We see this by Avram Avinu, Abram, our forefather, with, the, uh, with his uh, big test of the Akedah, of the binding of Isaac. Because the Torah tells us that why was it that Avram is commanded by Hashem that he should bring up his son Yitzchak as a sacrifice. What does the Torah say? By Yashkim Avram, Avram gets up early in the morning, which means what? That Hashem told him the commandment the day before. He goes to sleep at night, he wakes up early in the morning, and he immediately, go, uh, he immediately goes, uh, to, um, goes on this mission. He starts traveling. And then it says, But on the third day, Hashem shows him which mountain. Hashem didn't even tell him. He said, Just go to the place which I will show you. And then Hashem shows him the mountain in the third day. So why is it Hashem didn't tell him which mountain to go to right away? Because Hashem wanted it to be clear to anyone who's going to stand in judgment of Avram that, you know, they'll say, that, you know, it's very easy to say that he was in such a state of shock that he just went and did it without realizing what he was doing because he was in a state of shock. So Hashem says, no, 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 no. For three days he traveled. I didn't even tell him exactly where to go yet. He didn't have his instructions complete yet. He had three days to think about this. It was on his mind for three days. And after three days, on the fourth day, because if he was commanded the day before he left, then on the third day, 
that Hashem tells, shows in the mountain, that's already the fourth thief from when he was commanded, that's when Hashem shows him the, the mountain where he should go. So he's already in a calm, he, he has calmly absorbed the reality of the commandment that Hashem has given him. And that's the reason why Hashem gave him this amount of time so that people shouldn't say he was confused or he was in a state of shock. So from there we know that over a four-day period, someone has already absorbed what it is that they're engaged with. And likewise here, Hashem says, take the, she, the, the, the lamb four days before. Because if you take it four days before, then I know um, that you have in fact, in a, in a more mature and uh, thorough manner, eradicated from <coughs> within yourselves an association with idolatry. Um, and, and the reason why Rashi um, mentions Rabbi Masya ben Harish's name specifically is, is because this conduct um, of a person removing themselves from a foreign environment or a foreign state of mind which is foreign to a Jew is something, is a mission that Rabbi Masya ben Harish lived every single day of his life. How so? Because Rabbi Masya ben Harish was a contemporary of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva lived in Israel, in Eretz Yisrael, and he had yeshiva there. And there were many yeshivas in those days. Ramasya ben Harash, he opened up a yeshiva. Um, some say it was the largest yeshiva of his, uh, during that era. And where was his yeshiva located? In Rome. The enemy of the Jewish people. The, the, the representation of exile. We, we, are, we are still in the exile, in the, in, in the, exile of, in the Roman exile, uh, 2,000 years later. So this was the seat of exile, and he opened up his yeshiva there. Why in Rome? Why not in Eretz Yisrael, in the, in the Holy Land of Israel, like Rabbi Akiva? Because he, was te- he would teach his students every single day that it is our mission to help someone who's in an environment of Rome, whether it's a geographical environment of Rome, or it's a spiritual environment of Rome. That they're, they're, they just, they're not associated with Yiddishkeit, with Judaism. To make them, to, to bring them into a yeshiva. That even though the person is in geographically in this place called Rome, he spends his time in yeshiva in the environment of divine wisdom. That if someone is in spiritually in the state of Rome, of he's in a very foreign environment, which is foreign to Judaism, that he enters into the wisdom of Hashem. And this requires effort. This requires commitment. Like the four days that the Jewish people demonstrated, um, and also their engagement in mitzvahs, in these two mitzvahs, um, in order to demonstrate that they are stepping into a divine reality. Um, and now, the, the fact that we, are, uh, as well, um, are still in the Roman exile, and we're at the very end stages of, Rome, of the Roman exile, and as the Rebbe repeated uh, numerous times, all of the deadlines for when the exile should have ended, the Mashiach should have come, already passed. So therefore, the reason why we're in exile is not, necess- is not because of um, the need for us to be in exile, but there's something in addition that we um, have, Hashem is giving us the opportunity to accomplish. And what is that? That Hashem wants us to ensure that every single Jew is not bare and naked of mitzvahs, but every Jew has at least one or two mitzvahs um, that when Mashiach comes, they'll be able to greet Mashiach spiritually clothed uh, with mitzvahs. Yeah, because we know that when, they, when Hashem took the, the, the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim, two things. Number one is Hashem took Nabaruch in great wealth. Great wealth doesn't only mean physical wealth, but great wealth also means spiritual wealth. That means that they had mitzvahs, they had, they, they, they had spiritual assets. 
But we also know that when the Jews left Egypt, not all of the Jews left Egypt. And in contrast to um, when Mashiach comes, that every single Jew that's living now is going to um, go to, to Israel and be redeemed. And so therefore we want to make sure that every single Jew um, is taken out of Rome, so to speak, an environment of Rome, and enter into an environment of God. And this explains very interestingly that it was the Parsha of Boi, this Parsha, Parsha's Bo, when the, which was on, on Shabbos at the Friedrich Rebbe, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe passed away. His Yorzeit is on the 10th day of Shvat, and the year he passed away, the 10th day of Shvat was on, um, on Shabbos, Parsha's Boi. So we find, um, and this, this actually brings out for us where we see an allusion to the Friedrich Rebbe in this week's Torah portion. Because the Friedrich Rebbe uniquely um, expressed an unbelievable self-sacrifice to ensure that Jews engage in doing mitzvahs. Simply for Jews to do mitzvahs. That uh, he, sac- uh, you know, when he, when he was in Russia, he, 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 um, he, he went through the greatest of lengths and literally risked his life to the point that he almost, uh, he almost uh, lost, where his life was almost taken because of this. Um, to ensure that there would that there would be schools for Jews for kids to learn and that there would be a mikvah open for a woman to immerse in, simply for people to have the opportunity to do a mitzvah, which is a very novel and unique idea that um, that, that the Chabad Rebbeim have told us that the that our mission um, with ourselves and our fellow Jew is not to become to reach a certain level or stature necessarily. But just the very fact that we encounter another Jew and we give them the opportunity once in their life to do a mitzvah, even though we may never see them again. That itself is a great achievement, as we see the Torah teaches us, that now this Jew will not be naked because they are carrying with them a mitzvah. So they are not spiritually uh, bare. And the Friedrich Rebbe once translated a, a, a pasuk, a verse, from the prophet Yishayohan Nabi, where it says, Kisira orum If you see someone who is naked you shall clothe him and do not abandon your own flesh that means you're a, a fellow jew and and the free Rebbe said when you see encounter a jew who's bare from the mitzvah from from tzitzis and he's bare from tefillin he's 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 lacking in these mitzvahs you should clothe him you should love him so much that you should you should give him the opportunity to do these mitzvahs because this is what was what consumed the free Rebbe that there shouldn't be a single jew who should be naked when mashiach comes and we know that every Jew is going to be redeemed in this coming exile. May we merit, as uh, the Rebbe concludes this talk, that those who are buried should, should be resurrected and come back to join us uh, with the coming of Mashiach, who is going to usher in the era of the resurrection of the dead.